0: Hey, I'm
1: Jess. Hey, I'm Heidi. And this is a Better Beauty Business Podcast, where we give you weekly tips on how to start your beauty business. Hey, everybody.
0: Well, good morning. How are you feeling? I know you had a migraine. Yeah, just tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: A little bit
0: of a hangover, the migraine hangover. The
1: migraine hangover. That's what they call them.
0: Yeah, those of you who have them know.
1: They're really bad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You love them? Yep. They're my favorite thing in the world. Well, you know.
0: Hold on. I'm going to sneeze, so you talk to people.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) So today we've decided that (sighs) it would be a good time for us to talk about um, the policies and guidelines that you give your clients or that you have in, um, like, already working for your clients when you start, there are a lot of people who think, well, I shouldn't have, like, these kind of things when I'm just starting um, because, like, I don't want to have to, you know, like, I need to make money. So I don't want to have to be like, oh, well, there's all of these rules. Right. And then people are like, well, then I'm not going to come to you, You know, but the thing is, is that um, you should be, Treated as a professional from the very beginning, not when you decide that you're good enough. Right. And
0: you don't go to your doctor's office and they're like, well, we're kind of new at this. So we're not really like you know, going to make you pay a whole bunch and we don't really know how to take insurance and we don't really, we don't care if you just come whenever
1: you want. Yeah. Like they open the doors and things are set. Well, and that's just it. And there's nothing wrong. And in fact, if you're just starting, I think it's the easiest time to do all of that because right away, everybody knows Mm -hmm. like these are your policies. Even if you're leaving a commission salon and opening your own place, um, when you put your policies and guidelines into effect, in you know in in your place in your private place those clients who have followed you over there aren't going to question that they're not going to be like oh well you didn't do that before and even if they are like you weren't working for yourself before
0: well and honestly i didn't start some of my policies you know we've kind of learned as we went and i had to do a no refund policy what like Six, seven years ago Mm -hmm. because of a crazy person yeah, who was like texting me all night and then texting. She booked five appointments in one day and then showed up two hours early and was like, oh, you're actually busy. Good thing I booked five appointments in case I couldn't have shown up. And I was like, well, you would have paid for them all. And she's like, "Eh, no, you know. And Mm -hmm. then two weeks later, she was like, we have hair growing back. We're not happy. And I'm like, block, delete. And. I put that policy and you get 48 hours to tell me there was something wrong and Mm -hmm. I will fix it, but I'm not refunding your wax because hair (laughs) grew back because
1: you're a human. Well, yeah, because that's what it's supposed to do.
0: But I had to put that in in place and a lot of my clients were like, what? I know. Seriously, people ask for their money back for a wax? Like apparently, and most of them laughed. They all had no problem signing it because uh. they wanted to keep me in business. Mm-hmm. So they made sure they were like, "Okay, I'm so sorry this has to even happen for you, right?" But I get it's,
1: it. it. It's the uh, you know putting the warning signs, you know, the warning labels on your blow dryer so that yeah, you don't, don't do it in the shower. Yeah, like don't do that while you're bathing. You know, <laughs> huh, right? Because you or that know, your coffee is hot. Right? Because you know somebody did that. Yeah. So it's kind of lame.
0: But But setting those policies and those standards before you open your door Mm -hmm. will actually just make your life a lot easier.
1: Right. And then you don't have to set policies and guidelines you don't like. I mean, and honestly, your policies and guidelines are things that um, you can enforce or not enforce um, per client. Um, You know, and there are lots of different ones. And so like... For example, we have some in our salon that, you know, are good for the two of us that work in the salon. And we both run our businesses individually, but we did come up with, like, general salon rules. Right. Because we both work in the salon. So, you know, like, there's a, you know, no kid kind of policy. Right. And... That is not just because we don't like kids because that's not the the issue. We have kids. But the issue is that the things that we have in the salon are dangerous. You know, all of my stuff is poisonous and I don't have like locked cabinets where I keep everything.
0: Well, and so we do allow kids, if they're older... And they can sit on the couch and wait for their parent. Usually they don't want to come anyways. But well, if a parent has to bring them, they understand that they
1: don't leave the couch. Yeah. And, it, and it's very rare for my clients to do that because they're here for an hour.
0: Right. Mine are here for 15 minutes. So sometimes yeah. mine do bring them, but they do understand. And mine also do bring them if they've just had a baby. Right. So my rule is always if they can be strapped in. Mm. Or if they can sit quietly without getting into anything. So it's really between the age of like two and 10. That we don't want them just running around in here. Yeah. But after 10 or so, even, you know, some younger kids, they're fine sitting on the couch watching, reading a book. Right. But if they're strapped in, I'm not going to tell, you know, a client who just had a brand new baby, like, you can't bring your baby. Because the baby's in there strapped in. They're not going to get into anything. What do they
1: care? And the most annoying thing that they do is cry for 15 minutes. Right. And the mom is more stressed out than I am. Well, and, and I do, it, it always cracks me up because the baby's like happy and no big deal and blah, blah, blah. And then the minute they get in to your room and close the door and the mom's on the table screaming for 15 minutes. Well,
0: it's because they can't see
1: her because uh, a
0: lot of times if I turn them to where they can see her, they're fine.
1: Because I'm just like, I'm sitting outside going every time those babies yep. start screaming every It's because they can't time. see them. And as
0: soon as I turn the baby or they'll end up talking to the baby, they can, they'll stop. But a lot of times we just have to get through the service really quick and that is totally fine. And people are very,
1: you know, they understand. Yeah. It's why I listen to music so I don't have to focus. I can't focus on things. But it's very
0: rare. I mean, really a lot of my clients will do it like their first wax Post baby. Yeah. After that, they'd just rather not. They're like, I wouldn't mind 20 minutes by myself. I'm going to go grab a coffee and, right. you know.
1: And it's, you know, if you can do it, great. Um, but that is one of the policies we have in the salon. Um, we, I don't have a deposit policy, but you do. I
0: do for, and I'm actually in the process of changing some of it to be even a little more, um, oh, not extreme, but I'm adding it to more services. Right. Um, But like my sister who comes here and does microblading, it's a $400 service. Mm -hmm. And she flies in every six weeks. So I do require a $100 non-refundable deposit to even secure your spot.
1: Right. But when they come in and they have that appointment, that $100 comes off their appointment.
0: Absolutely. But if they no-show it or cancel, they're- five minutes before. And with hers, we do, if you no-show it, you're paying for it anyways. Yeah. So you might as well just come in. But people then take it a little more serious. Um, I am gonna change it. Any service over a hundred or anything a hundred and over will be a fifty dollar or a fifty percent deposit, mm-hmm. just because that will be what the no show is, anyways. Right. And it's just getting to a point where, you know, I'm looking at hiring someone because mm-hmm. I do need the help, and I don't want them no showed all the time. Right. And I can't be no showed. I need it to, you know, really establish a really pretty strict policy. So that our business thrives.
1: Well, and not just that, but you need to show that you're a professional. Right. This is this is how you make your money. Right. <clears throat> you're not, you know, doing this for fun or out of the goodness of your heart. Well, you're, and you're doing it because this is how you make money. This is, your, right. this is your profession.
0: I've always given everybody like one freebie. Your first one's free just because life does happen. But I, now I understand why people don't. Because honestly, a lot of my clients don't know show generally because you can't get in for about a month. Yeah. But with a newer person coming in, they're going to have more openings. And I don't want her no-showed on. And then they're like, well, I can just get in tomorrow anyways. No big deal. Well, yeah, you can after you pay for that appointment. Yeah. And I do have a policy, you know, show me three times and I will make the decision if you get to like stay as a client. Because if you know, show me three times in 10 years,
1: that's very different
0: than I had a client who I did fire because... I continued to work with her because she had had a death in the family. And then she was, you know, um, she had two young children and she was working. She no-showed me eight times. And granted, it was just face waxing, mm-hmm. but it still took up the same amount of time. Yeah, And I would talk to her and I was like, all right, you can't do it again. I said, this is your eighth. I said, if you no-show know, me again, I will have to let you go. And she's like, oh, no, I get it. I get it. Um she know showed me the next week and she knew she didn't even bother. Like I blocked her from booking. We're just done. Mm -hmm. Like she knew she wasn't coming back, but we're not doing this anymore. I'm just to a point where, all of us need to retrain clients well, and it's, to respect us. Yeah.
1: It's like, you know, can you respect my time, please? Because it is my time.
0: I'm here for you. Yeah. I show up to work. Right. I don't show up, you know, 20 minutes late and well, not. And, and
1: it, you know, if you just didn't show up for an appointment, they would be furious. Right. Right. And yeah. so I don't know why it needs to be different. Anyway, that, so that's a, you know, so you have these policies and guidelines in, in check and you do it from the very beginning yes. because that's the easiest way to do it. It is harder to implement if you've already had, you know, clients for, you know, and actually, you know, like I, I do have, I have one or two clients that I've had since I opened my doors.
0: Right. I have quite a few also. Yeah.
1: And so what's cool about it is that they're the people who are like, well, I'm sorry that you have to do that. That sounds dumb, but okay, whatever.
0: Yeah, because they wouldn't even question paying if they missed. No. They'd probably bring you a gift and yeah,
1: like the money. They and- know that this is how we make our living. They know this is our profession and we want to be treated as such. There's no reason why we have to be treated like second class professionals.
0: And I have clients. It's funny because, you know, like I have a client I've been doing her lashes for what, like 10 years? Mm. And I am phasing lashes out and she will be my last man standing mm-hmm. and um but she's been coming to me from the very beginning yeah. but she'll move her appointment like a week ahead of time and be like I'm so sorry for the late notice yeah like she's amazing with how she and I'm like oh no that'll fill like we're no big deal yeah. and she's like oh I just I know I hate to move it on such short notice mm-hmm. and so it's always funny where people think you know a week is short notice where some people think five minutes is a short yeah. notice. Yeah.
1: And you, you know, and in my policies, um, I think it's 12 hours, but uh, mine used to be only four and I am changing that like 12 hours. Mine was 12 and, and I just don't, but usually unless you have, you know, like you had an accident that morning, right? then you know, 12 hours ahead of time. Like you, when you go to bed at night, right. if you're not feeling well, you know, you can at least text and be like, Hey, I'm not feeling well. I might have to cancel my appointment tomorrow.
0: Right. And like. I get that, you know, kids wake up in the middle of the night sick or they wake up in the morning sick. I do get that. And so I do try to be more lenient. But if but it happens where, too often.
1: Right. But that's right. where that's where you enforcing your policies comes into, right. you know, into play because you will have things that happen. Right. And having the policy, like if you do have somebody who got a flat tire on the way to your appointment and they're like, I, you know, they call you and they're like, I just got a flat tire. Like I'm not going to make it. That is not the same
0: because they were trying to get there. Exactly. Right.
1: And the other one
0: though is with online booking. Yeah. Really. There's no reason unless you are the nine in the morning one Mm -hmm. and that you get sick in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. where you can probably still text or call the salon and leave a message and be like, hi, I'm vomiting. There's no way I'm going to make it. Right. Than calling and being like, well, I didn't want to wake you. I just called you 20 minutes before because I'm already here. Yeah. And with online booking, if you can actually get in there, like you're just not feeling great and it's, you know, eight o'clock at night, go in there and cancel your appointment.
1: And that is and that's just it. Like with the online booking, there's. You know, I mean, there are, I guess there are programs that where you book online that if you don't cancel within a certain amount of time, you're not allowed, you're not able to cancel or change right. that appointment, but that is not something that you have to put in.
0: No. And it's usually set. Mine's set at four hours. Like they just can't cancel it within four hours. Yeah, IDs is at 12. Mm-hmm. Some people do 48 hours. I feel that 12 is reasonable, but then yeah. you could just pop online and just cancel it or shoot me a text. Hey, Jess, or, you know, it's 901 and I'm yeah. trying to cancel and it won't let me, but right. And that way, when I wake up in the morning, if I don't see it that night, then I'm like, oh, okay, she did cancel in time. Right. But trying to make people more self-responsible.
1: Yeah, they need to, you know, and that's just it. Like, one of one of the things that I always hated was that I always felt like I was somebody's mom. They're like, well, can you text me and remind me of my appointment? I'm like, no.
0: You made your appointment. But now with all these online softwares it's amazing like because i use vagaro which i love but it sends out an email mm-hmm. if they have an email in there it's an email and text reminder yep. when we book it that's what they then do you it. get the reminder 48 or the confirmation one 48 hours before mm-hmm. actually i have mine set Mine's- at 24 no 48 and 24 yeah so you get 48 for confirmation 24 is just a reminder and then your appointment so when people are like Well, I just, I never got a reminder. I forgot. So my big thing now is I go, oh, really? You didn't? I go, let me call the company and make sure that everything's working. Because it looks like all the phone numbers and stuff are, and they go, actually, I did get it. Sorry. I just skipped past it. Because then they can't be like, well, I didn't get it. And I'm like, oh, we better get that fixed. Let's let's get it fixed. You know,
1: let me look in there and see what went wrong. And, you know, because it's going to show that it was sent out.
0: Yep. And that's just how that is. A little personal responsibility. People like the ease of convenience and being able to be like booking their appointments online, but then they don't want to take any responsibility when they don't show up. When I do when have they don't, clients
1: who, yeah. lo- who love that they're reminded, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, I just absolutely love that you send so many texts because it does continuously remind me. Right. But that is something that I don't physically have to do every day. It is not taking up any of my right. time because it does it, you know, right. it, it does it through my booking app. Yep. So there's no reason for me to do it. Well, could you
0: imagine with I see 30 clients in a day having no. to spend a whole day before texting everyone? When I it, would have to hire someone just to do that. Yeah,
1: it's di- and it's different at like a doctor's office where you call to remind people of their appointments. well. But now most of them do text reminders. That's almost very true. all of them.
0: My dentist does it. Um, or my doctor's office does not do that. I don't go to the doctor um, on a regular basis, so I don't have that. But I do.
1: Um, My dentist does it. Yeah. Yeah. And our dentist, actually, our dentist is retiring. Oh. We have to go somewhere else. He's going to have to find a new dentist. He's transitioning everybody over to somebody new. Oh, okay. So that's nice. You know, it's awesome. But honestly, your, your guidelines and policies you have, they you make guidelines and policies that make sense to you for your business. And you don't have to have every single policy no. in place at the beginning.
0: Pick the big ones. If you don't right. know, some of the other ones you may never have to have. Some of them you may go like there no refund one where I was like, ah, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to end up having to add some. Mm-hmm. But add the big ones. If you're a no kid policy, add it. Always add your late um, and no-show yep. and cancellation policy. Mm-hmm. That has to be done at the beginning. And,
1: and honestly, I truly believe everyone should have at least a policy that yep. says, you know, something. Yep. Have a returned... If you take
0: checks, still have a return check fee. Yes. Have a... You know, have these policies. Those kind of... Your money, your time, have those policies in place.
1: Well, and so, you know, what's best is to go about... You know, to understand the type of policies that you want in your salon, you need to figure out exactly what kind of salon you want. Yes. And what kind of salon you're going to be. Mm -hmm. And in order to, you know, so once you can figure that out, you can then say, well, so this policy serves my needs. This one does not. Right. This policy is perfect. This one is not. Right. Because you're going to do that, you know, for um, your clients, but there will also be rules in just the salon in general.
0: Well, and I know some spas don't allow phones. That's true. So you need
1: to make that decision. If you
0: are a very quiet, you know, everyone's getting massages, super relaxing day spa, do you want people to have their phones going off or is it something where you're like they have
1: to be turned off? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there are, there are things like I can see, you know, like you see some women who are like texting and stuff on their phones when they're getting their hair done, which is fine because they're not messing, you know, like no one's messing with their hands. Right. But as a nail technician, I can't have you like constantly texting on your phone while I'm trying to do your nails because it actually just becomes a very distracting thing because that person I have to, I am like taking time to be like, Hey, it's, Come on, I need your other hand.
0: Like, come on, come on. And I don't allow phones. um, I mean, they can take their phone in the wax room, of course, because that's where we book the appointment. But I do not allow pictures or photography or video while they're in there. I have had clients who are like, can I take a picture of my face while I'm getting waxed? I'm like, nope. Because I am a professional and I want to be taken seriously. I don't need their face or their reel or whatever ending up as a joke on, you know, TikTok or something. Mm -hmm. I can make those jokes if I choose about my business, but I am not, a. my rule is that I don't allow other people to make my business a joke.
1: Well, and, and even if that's not what it's for, it's not exactly for what you do an appropriate thing.
0: Right. And I've had clients who are like, oh my gosh, like, because I have a big mirror in the room because people want to check out their wax. I'm totally cool with it. Mm -hmm. Like it's over by the door. They just, you know, they can look and see how everything looks, especially the first time when they're like, oh, okay, this is what it's going to look like. Is this normal that it's this red everything? Yep. And eyebrows, all that stuff, you know, we go through that. But I've had people go, can I take a picture? I said, when you get home, you are more than welcome to do whatever you want. I don't allow photography in this room. And I am not one of those people who do the before and after Brazilian waxes. No, because I understand that some of you feel that this is, you know, a great way for advertising, and maybe it does work for you. My clients, I've built um, a really um, private experience with my clients, mm-hmm. and I even let them know, like, if I see you in public, because we are in a little bit smaller town, we are. that. They have to make if unless they are by themselves. If they're by themselves, I'll always say hello. But if they are with someone else, they have to make the first move mm-hmm. because I don't want maybe they're with their mother-in-law who doesn't know that they get waxed, and I'm like, hey, and they're like, who's that? And they're like, uh, you know. And so if they say something, which people have, they'll be like, Oh my gosh, we'll be in Home Depot, and they're like, yeah. That's the girl that waxes my vagina. Right. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> like everyone's looking right. at me. I'm like, yep, that's me. But, um, you know, I keep a very tight rein on my room mm-hmm. and the privacy.
1: And, and I'm not, you know, like I'm I'm doing nails. And my only thing has been, um, I don't, like if they want to take pictures of getting their nails done, that's fine. I do not want pictures of myself. So you can take pictures of my hands. I don't care. But I don't, I, you know, like please do not take a picture of me and my face, you know, like And I can do- That's my job. Yeah. I wander
0: around and take really bad pictures of (laughs) Heidi and myself. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But like, you know, like, honestly, I don't need my picture- out all the time everywhere and I'm not even doing anything dumb just like I don't always look my best every single day there are times where you wake up and last minute and you're like I feel like well crap, like or, today
0: you even look really nice but you feel terrible with I the do. hangover and, and, and like, so your eyes are really heavy tired, and, yeah yeah and we were actually going to start with our video podcasting today and Heidi was like I'm just not feeling it mm-hmm. because she just mm-hmm. and you know we will As we go forward, do the video ones. And some days we aren't going to look great because we're exhausted. We were up all night with the kids or Mm -hmm. like my dog thought he didn't need to sleep last night. Mm -hmm. Apparently the other dog was like that. There must have been something with the moon. The dogs were all up. So all night I was up. Yeah, I, you know, it's fine, but I look tired. But some days we're just going to look tired and we do have to push through that. But, you know, and Heidi is getting used to more pictures. I am. Because she was not super active with herself on mm-hmm. social media before we started doing a lot of this, no. not on video, not a lot of different things. So this is also a newer experience for mm-hmm. her, which for all of you, that's also going to be something that's going to be right. new. Cause you got to get out there on video, but you get to make sure you can be, you get to make sure you that, get
1: to make the decision. Yeah. What is seen is seen. And, yep. you, and you know, so if I have someone who's like, so, Hey, can I take your picture or can I video this? I'm like, yes, that's fine. Or I'll tell them, you know, I don't care if you video getting your nails done. Um, that's totally fine with me. But I would rather my face not be in the picture. Her beautiful face. <laughs> but there's, you know, like there are just times where that's not, I don't find that it's necessary. No. And, you know, like I do have people like, well, it's great advertising. And I'm like, I'm not wearing a name tag.
0: Well, and don't worry. By next week, she'll be walking around like singing that paparazzi song. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. We're
1: working on it. We're, we're working, working on it. it, guys. But honestly, all of these things that 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 you these rules and guidelines that you want in your salon whatever you feel is important to you is the guideline you need to put out like it's if if, yep. it, if you're like you know what i just i hate this and i'm not going to i can't put up with it anymore like i no longer take checks because it became an enormous pain in my butt right
0: and your bank got really weird about they it did. and all this stuff
1: and so, i had people bouncing checks and right. i was like in which didn't happen until well I mean it was like one particular client but honestly I just was like I'm not taking checks anymore no. you guys everybody carries a debit card well yeah. I mean can't say everybody I did have a client who was like 92 who did not carry anything like that she always Yes wrote but me a she card. never bounced a check. No and she was my client for oh my I think she was my client for like 15 years. Yeah. And so honestly I mean and she's passed away now but I know. Honestly she um Like I was like, no, you can write me a check because she literally did not carry a debit card. She never owned a cell phone.
0: Well, and realistically too, most of these online booking, um, I do require a credit card on file to book.
1: And I don't. So
0: if you don't have it, though, it charges a percentage more for me to run it that way. Mm -hmm. I will run it that way. If you're like, oh, I forgot my stuff. I'm like, well, let's just run your card. Right. Because I'd rather take the hit of the 1% than than you not not pay me. me.
1: And, that's, and for me, I don't worry about it too terribly much um, because everybody knows my policy. Um,
0: but that'll probably change because we have, like I said, I'm looking at hiring. Heidi is looking at expanding. Mm-hmm. As it expands to a bigger salon, yeah. there will be stricter policies because Heidi won't know everybody.
1: Well, yeah. And then not only that, though, like I think if I... If I had a service that was over $100, I would do the credit card online, but I don't. So I don't worry about it so much. And, you know, but that is true. Like the more new people that come in here, because I've had the same clientele for a very long time, the more new people that you get, I think the tighter your rules become.
0: Well, and I even found like I went and had just a blowout done a couple years ago in Loveland, Colorado. Mm -hmm. It was a $20 deposit. And I think that's just their way to kind of cover it. And at least it was 20 bucks if I didn't show up. I think it kept my card on file though, actually. Cause when I got there, they were like, do you want to just put the rest on this card? But they did require that because then if you didn't show up, they were charging you. Yeah,
1: And I don't, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't nope. see anything wrong with that whatsoever. But and the if,
0: deposit does actually make people
1: take it a little more serious. I think so. Yep. And, and honestly, you know, like y- just like I've said several times, like you can enforce it or not enforce yep. it. These are things that you have made these rules. And so just know that if you don't enforce a policy, that you need to be able to trust that person. Right. Because if they screw up again the same way in that exact you know, to do the exact same thing, they have to know, like, well, I I let you let it go the first time because I assumed you wouldn't do it again but you did it again that's not going to happen
0: right and that's you just have to put these policies in place and like we talked about at the beginning the big thing is we get a lot of younger stylists waxers and nail techs come to us and go well I'm just too new I don't want to scare people away by being a professional you will never scare the right people away
1: well and honestly the people who are coming to you unless they personally know you do not know how new you are well and and you shouldn't be running around going, "I got out of school last week like honestly, you should be acting like a professional from that minute
0: right you are if you are going to open a business, you are a business from the minute you get your license if you are like, I am going to be a business, this is why a lot of people do choose to go to a commission yep. salon because it is very overwhelming. and I know a lot of people, especially in bigger cities. Mm-hmm. You know, you work in New York and different places.
1: They always work. You
0: always work commission, but the advertising, the paperwork, all of that isn't even worth it to be able to walk into work, know your books are filled, know that someone else is taking care of all your deposits, everything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really worth it on that point. And so you guys have to remember, too, that you do not absolutely have to start a business the minute you walk out of school. No, you don't. And some people are just never going to, but you can also bring a lot to a commission salon if you're mm-hmm. going to work there. Mm-hmm. You could say, you know, cause I know a lot of places that don't have policies yeah. and I'm like, why don't you guys have a policy? Well, the owner feels the same way. We don't want to ha- like scare people away. But if you set those standards immediately, you are now the salon and you could come to the owner and say, you know, I'd really think if we did a policy on no shows, we would actually have quite a few less. Yes. Maybe the books wouldn't look as full, but really, in the end, you only have instead of ten people coming in, you really only have two. But it looked full. Mm-hmm. But if you have that policy, at least you're making money and leaving space for people who will. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who are owners who do want to grow would, you know, hopefully take that into account. And go, okay, I
1: do want. Well, and I mean, honestly, you know, you have to. There has to be. There has to be a way to to guideline everything like you just have to if i personally am going to do it if i owned a salon that had you know several several people in it and they worked for me of course these policies are going to be put in place to protect my employees and not just
0: me well i know one of my massage therapists works at a doctor's office they don't have one people no show her all the time and i
1: think that's odd yes and i do too because because the doctor's
0: office side has a policy you're gonna
1: see the doctor they have that policy yep
0: and so You know, it's just setting these standards from the very beginning. I know corporate, a couple corporate um, salons that don't have no show policies. And some of these services are like $400 services. Mm -hmm. And, but then you go to a little bit smaller one and they do the $20 deposit with your card on file. You don't show up, you're getting charged. Right. And which one, you know, will really
1: do better? In the well, I mean, if you're a corporation for longevity, apparently that's something that they feel they can afford. I don't know,
0: right? And some of these corporations sell other things, so they're not really making a lot of money, right? Like,
1: if you're Ulta, yeah, who who cares?
0: Well, because they make a lot of their money on other
1: Um, things, yeah, yeah, on everything else they sell, right? But, like, you know, privately you have to be able to feed your children and <laughs> pay your bills and you can't do that if you if no one who comes to you respects you right. and the money that you are trying to make to live your life Correct. so if you want respect and you want to be treated like a professional then the best way to do that is evaluate how you want your salon to run, how you want your business to run. Do that evaluation and come up with rules, guidelines and policies that fit all of those things. Because that is the only way you'll get a standout salon is if they're like, you know what, this salon is great because I always know my appropriate person is going to be there. I always know that, you know, my appointment's going to be on time. I always know this. I always know yep. this. I don't have to worry about 50 billion children running around screaming their heads right. off. you know, like there, you will set, it will set you apart from other salons. If you have all of these rules, guidelines yes. and policies and set place. the standards. That's right.
0: Yep. And, um, make sure to hop into the Facebook group.
1: Yes, please yep. do so. There, we are doing so much in there, and honestly, well, and we actually had a great team <laughs> meeting this week. We did; it was really fun.
0: Um, we have a wonderful assistant. Her name is Carrie, and she drove up from Missouri, mm-hmm. and sh- we hung out for three days. All of us, not really hung out. We did a lot of tech, which Heidi
1: loves. Yeah, it was my favorite. Yeah, she
0: really likes it. She kind of wanted to cry.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I went home and cried. But
0: we went through a lot of really cool things that we have upcoming for you guys yeah you know we do a lot of private coaching here locally mm-hmm. but we are going to start offering some one-on-one if you just want an hour yeah because you don't have to be part of a big coaching program if you want just an hour of hey you know Heidi will have you sit with questions. me I have yeah. these questions and that link should be up in the next couple of weeks on the website which is mm-hmm. a betterbeautybusiness.com but if you just go to Confessions from a Beauty Business, the links are in there. Yep. And we are now on YouTube. We are on YouTube. we That's why we will be doing more video podcasts yeah. soon. But go to the channel and subscribe so you'll see all the new stuff. And the awesome thing about Carrie, too, is she has a degree
1: in psychology. She does. And so she's yep. going to be doing, um, you know, like personal mental health.
0: Yep. So every week on Instagram and in the uh, Facebook group, Will be her little five to six minute video on mental health and balance. And it's also on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hop in there because she has so much to offer. And we thought... What a great opportunity to bring you guys this mental health aspect because our job is really stressful. We do take on a lot of energy from other people.
1: We do. And, and we hear a lot of stuff.
0: And it can be really stressful too, learning to run your business. So mm-hmm. how do you find that balance? Exactly. So hop in the group because every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, we do like a 20-minute short, you know, a little free. It's just a Training. Training. But they're all free. And then you'll get to see all the other cool stuff that we're coming up with. You know, we're working on a really amazing referral system that Mm, that should be launched in about five weeks. We're working with another amazing woman who does referral systems for her company. And and she it's so amazing. It's it's so so cool. So if you're really looking for a really unique way to build your business, Mm -hmm. this is going to be it. Yes. And so that'll be more of an intensive, you know, like six week program that will just help you build it. And it's technical because you have to have the technology in place. You're just going to have to move past the fear of that, yeah. but we'll help you with that too. Yeah. But like I said, hop in the group because some of this cool stuff is going to start popping up here really soon.
1: And you know what guys, it would be super awesome if you would leave us a review. Yeah. We would love to have a review. It helps us, um, you know, get seen more, get seen more, but it also, you know, it helps us understand, you know, if, what you we're, need. if we're giving you what you, you need or and subscribe if, on YouTube if Even bothering yeah. to entertain you, whatever. Right. And subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe yep. on YouTube. That'd be, you know, awesome.
0: Um, Cause we're new at so many of these other little platforms. So we're learning too, but yeah. we would love to learn what actually you guys want to hear.
1: Right. Yeah. And we would love to be able to answer some questions and, yep. and the Facebook group is made specifically for that. Yes. So, but
0: um, I think that's about it today. That is about it today. And so, you know, this one will come out and then the next ones you'll be able to see us on video. Hopefully. Which will be fun yeah. because then when we do guests and stuff too, we'll be able to, you'll be able to see them. Yeah. Which will be great. Cause, and I really like watching people.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you have the option. Yeah. All right, guys, we will talk at you next week and hopefully talk to you sooner. Bye.